Welcome back to another episode of Opinionated Podcast Off Topic. I'm here with my co-host Cam Theory. What's good, everyone? Other host Carlos Mojica, as you know us. Hope you guys are having a lovely Friday. Yes, sir. Um, they probably won't see this video on Friday. Yeah, but, but it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday for us. We're here with our special guest, uh, Boss Mustang. What's up, everybody? His real name's Devin Hefner, by the way. Is that Yeah. He goes by Boss Mustang. Um, I Plug guess in the Xbox. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I guess we'll get into a little bit of that here in the podcast. But, um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, we're going to jump into this. Um, so, we've all been friends for a very long time. Unfortunately. Uh you know, just want to talk about your background and kind of where you came from and what you've For been sure. doing and how you got to where you where you're at right now. All right, it sounds good. So, um, what's the first question? I mean, that was yeah, that was, that was the first. The first that question, was the first question. But, uh, like, where? Like, like, what's your background? Yeah, like, I'm like, where are you from? Tell us a little um, bit about young Devin Hefner and his little wee boy yeah. age. So, so, so young little Asian Dev grew up in Pflugerville. Uh, I went to Recall yeah. Elementary. Then Plum went out the to yeah. Shout out to the Ville. Uh, went to Parkcrest Middle School and then went to high school at Fleurville High School. We had Coach Sprinkler, uh, boy. Boy, had a pee in the middle of a football game. You did? Nah. <laughs> you don't remember that Coach Poole? He ran up to us and he had to shit himself in the middle of us about to start a football game. What well, year was that? Yeah. Coach Poole? Uh, freshman, freshman year? year. Yeah. Oh, see, I wasn't that funny. Yeah, he was, he was Coach at Point, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we, we don't bring up Stony Point, but uh, <laughs> so I grew up in Pflugerville, and then uh, I've known Cam since what was it freshman year of high school? Yeah, we met we yeah. met through Xbox. Yeah, we played we played Xbox together, yeah. COD buddies for a while. I used to think he had an afro until I <laughs> met him. Uh, we met at a training camp, and then I've known Carlos for since Sixth, seventh grade. Seventh grade, yeah, seventh middle grade. school. So yeah, I grew up in Pflugerville. Um, Mom, dad, sister, brother, always had pets. I uh, didn't do anything really special. Just went through school like everybody else and uh, got into cars and stuff like that. I mean, so. p- playing sports is kind you of did special. Play sports, uh, so yeah, I did, were I did. crazy athletic when I first met uh, you. So, unfortunately, I don't look as athletic as I used to look. But in uh, middle school, I did everything possible. Basketball, track, football. Uh, and Did you play sports like besides school, like outside of school? Or uh, no? Growing up, I played soccer. was the first sport I ever got into. Um, I did that for about three or four years, and then I transitioned to playing basketball with, uh, what was it, PYBA. Yeah, I played, PYBA. I played yeah. there for three years, and then I went on to a select team for two years. Um, lost the passion for it. I stopped growing, and everybody else kept growing, so it got, I feel you it on got that, a brother. lot harder, man. I mean, you're a little bit taller and, uh, than me, but hey. Tiny terror. At that time, I was Sorry. getting to the age where I realized I liked to watch football, so then I really wanted to play football. Unfortunately, I started slacking off in school when I was like – in sixth grade, and uh, my dad didn't allow me to play football, so I had to wait until high school to play. So, cool. Uh, so you played? Uh, so, like, did you play basketball in high so school, I, or you stopped? Went, no, oh, sorry, so I, I stopped. Know, I stopped playing. Uh, so I did soccer before I got into any middle school or high school activities. Uh, once I got into middle school, I ran track. I did all the relays as a first leg. And then I oh, did. Oh, so you was fan. Uh, something like that. He's all right. And then, uh, Cam? No. Oh, hell yeah. At that no. time. I remember. I remember uh, Cam, wasn't, Cam wasn't on the juice wise. until high school. So. <laughs> Wait, you were on the juice? Yeah, yeah he never was on the juice. Yeah. No wonder he's so <laughs> big. He's selling wolf tickets now. No, no, no. So, hey, I mean, he got them on his arm shit. Right. Might as well sell them. Hey, man. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I did that in high uh, middle school. I did basketball, track. I did uh, football. I uh, started football in seventh grade on B team. 
Didn't know how to play any type of football. Didn't know any of the holes. Boy, you're like what running, your, you're running like Barry Sanders. Yeah, that was, that was just, your first position. I was going to ask. Yeah, so uh, the first position I ever played was tailback. Uh, in middle school, we only ran the same three plays all the time, so I got the ball all the time. And at that time, I was faster than everybody else, at least on B team where all the scrubs stayed. So uh, we'd just run like a 28 pitch or a, a 29 pitch to the sideline and just run it up the field. Uh, from there... I ended up transitioning to playing defense. I played outside linebacker, and I went through that position all the way throughout high school. Um, I think I liked defense more for the fact that I didn't like getting hit, and once I stepped up and went on to A-team and got plastered by a kid in middle school and gave me a concussion, I realized that the offensive side of the ball was not for me. See, I was the opposite. Uh, I liked getting hit. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. That's, that's cracking. That's like, crack that's what vibes. got me going was getting hit. Hey, but – that's ended up what I <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. I got plastered. My grandma saw me get plastered. She yelled at the rest for not letting me uh, play anymore, but I know I had a concussion, so I stopped playing uh, offensively, went defensively. Um, basketball, I played small forward. Uh, shocker. Wait, you knew you had a concussion? Oh, and you I sat out? Fact, oh, I blacked out for like seven oh, seconds. So you, you were out of there yeah. for sure. Uh, if well, anybody, my thing is like not many people would like – Come out, well, yeah. yeah, stay out. They'll I, they'll come back in. Nah, I knew I was rocked. But even then, they still know they they they'll oh, they come back put, in. Oh, for yeah. sure. And like, but yeah, after, young age, after blacking like, out, I was just that's like, like really man. smart for you to just like sit yeah. out because, like I said, not many people would. I, I couldn't even out. realize what was up and what was down. Like my head hurt so bad, and so they pulled up like I a little concussion before. I feel yes. Yeah, I mean, you it's really, not, y'all remember Desal Middle School? You remember Desal Middle School? They had that big hill in the middle of their field, and you had to run up it, and that's exactly where I got hit by some dude that was like. In my mind, he was about three thousand pounds when he plastered me, but I mean, he was probably like two hundred at the time. But I mean, it's still massive in middle yeah. school. So, what made you? Um, I know we and you played football mm -hmm. and Carlos, but me and you yep. played varsity together. Yep. Um, you ended up playing half of your senior year. What made you kind of so? Unfortunately, uh, when I got into high school, I don't want to say unfortunately. Actually, uh, the turn of events was that I got uh, into a relationship. And that was towards the end of my so or the beginning of my sophomore year, and at the end of sophomore year is when I got moved up to varsity uh, that summer, going into mm -hmm. junior year, and uh, I got a little too wrapped up in the relationship I was in, mm -hmm. and it took its toll on me. Shake my know, head financially in high school. Shake in my high school, head. yeah, man. So like financially, it was Shake stressful, and just head. real world, it was stressful. But you know, just being high school, you, you start. How you gonna let a dude. girl take you away from the sports? Hey, dude, you fall in love, dude. It's unspeakable sometimes. Love. Well, regardless, it, it, <laughs> I just know Tina didn't take Cam away. Hey, you're right. All, hey, all I'm saying is that the turn of events is that that ended up happening. I didn't get wrapped up in it till like junior year. Um, I ended up hurting my knee. Uh, I had a minor tear in my meniscus and a minor crack in my patella, and so I was uh, out for probably about four months. But like most people my age, were too hard headed to actually sit out yeah. and we enjoy the game and enjoy just the, the atmosphere that it brings. And so I went back in a lot, you know, way too early and ended up actually hurting myself, like to a point where uh, it got painful to walk. It got painful to stand. I didn't want to go out and do anything. I got sort of depressed because uh, I went from starting at outside linebacker to pretty much being like a four string bench warmer. And then by the time junior year, keep that bench warm. My butt cheeks kept it super warm. Yeah, that's all that matters. And, uh, that's what you're there for, but baby. You start, but you started our first game of our senior year. When I we played Bowie. I remember. So I started the first three games. Of yeah, our senior you did year. start your and start then I ended year. up. Uh, I forgot what happened. I think I got sick for one. Yeah, that's what one happened. game, yeah. and I went from first string all the way down to like 
fourth string. Mm-hmm. And the reason being was that I didn't show up to the practice before and I didn't have a doctor's note. And you didn't communicate? Uh, I didn't communicate, I guess, and I understand like where they're yeah. coming from, so there was no hate there, but for me to go from first to fourth mm-hmm. string without That's doing, a little yeah, with doing something Especially major. Talent I, just, I just feel like at that point, they're just looking for a reason to like not play. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was just one of those things where I came back, and then they try to do a position switch on me, so they try to go, you know, taking someone from a position that they've played for the last five, six years and trying to tell me that uh, they wanted to transition me to fullback. Obviously, I don't like getting hit, so um, mm. I wasn't really a fan of it. But at the time, I was just like, cool, like I'll just do it for a game or whatever, and then I'd get moved back to my position. Uh, unfortunately, I think my positions coach didn't like me very much. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the, te- the, te- the guy, Albert, yes, would sir. let him know he ran him over for me. Shout out to Albert. Hey, that shout man, out to hey, Albert. It took that man like 30 seconds to yeah, fall down. Yeah, this man fell down. He fell down in slow motion and then yelled at Albert. He's but, like, uh, oh, oh. And then so, uh, unfortunately, I don't think he liked me. Um, Did you, have you, have you, haven't you ran into him recently? Uh, I've, that. Dude, I've ran into this guy probably about 10 times at my local Shell gas station. And he always <laughs> says, local he, shell he gas always says the same thing. And uh, for for... <laughs> Probably the last six months that I've seen him, he's told me, hey, Hefner, how you doing? Uh, Where'd you take your talents? As always. Yeah, facts. (laughs) But unfortunately, he asked me where I took my talents like he didn't know that he So South Beach? Yeah, like I took him to technical school and started huffing paint. So That was kind of my next question. I was going to say, so you didn't go to college for football or sports in general. Uh, No. What did you go to college for? Yeah, so after high school – like I said, I was real devoted in my in certain crafts that I do. So if anybody knows me personally, they know that I'm a big gearhead and that I like to do anything with cars and the nature of cars. Yeah. And so after high school, I actually ended up going to Austin Community College. And the reason anybody I anybody can come, baby. Hey, yeah, facts. And and the reason That's I what w- that shit stands for. Unfortunately, uh, growing up in the family that I had, a lot of my, or all my siblings were very, uh, I guess, what's the word? They were book very smart. Yeah, they were book smart. My dad so was. You're the dumb one. Yeah, I guess you could say it, but I'd probably make more than all of them. So Not your dad? Not my dad. Yeah, dad my, dad my dad shits on me. Oh, man. Your yeah, mom so for home. Your, your mom. She drives LC500. So she she, she, she ain't got to do much. So she ain't got you do can shit. make more than her. She ain't got to yeah, do Yeah, so uh, <laughs> um, my sister graduated with honors from Texas State. My brother graduated with honors from UTSA. And then my dad was top 1% at UT when he went to college. So me getting out of high school, I automatically assumed I had to go to a four-year college. Yeah. And it put a lot of pressure on me because at that time I didn't know what I wanted to do. I don't think anybody really knows what they want to do. When I don't think you ever know what you want to do. Especially at 18. No, no one does. Like you, I think you just got No, it. I just, in general, I, think, yeah. I don't think you ever know what you want to do. For sure. That's true. Until you fully. And that's why I personally don't like college because yeah. they make you pick something when you like, you don't even know if you want yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I don't think, I think everybody has their own pace of what they learn, like they have a passion for. And I don't think it's something that should be on track with your education system. Oh, I got passion, baby. Um, yeah, there's there's people that there's people that take forty years to realize what they want to do, and that's cool. Everyone's got their own pace, but coming out of a family like that, I think I had a standard where I thought I had to be on the same level as them. Yeah, and to that degree, I thought I needed to go to a four year university and get you know an, uh, a bachelor's degree. And um, unfortunately, I, I didn't know where I wanted to go. I applied to a couple of schools. 
Uh, the only one that I actually even would have considered going to was Texas State. And out of the seven I applied to, Texas State denied me. It was the one school that. How the hell you get denied by Texas State? They, they, like they everyone, got too everyone many, goes there. They That's got the too many school. A's. I'm saying I got I got accepted to Tech. I got accepted to uh, Cal Cal. What was the other one? Cal. Yeah, California. Well, should have went there, dude. That tuition would have been stupid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, they denied me, and so I think that put me in the mindset that I wasn't good enough for school, and so uh, what I did was I went to Austin Community College. Uh, I was majoring in uh, entrepreneurship with a minor in business management, and so... Wait, you can major in entrepreneurship? What do they teach you in those kind of classes? So, So realistically, they teach you all the things that you should be taught in high school. They teach you how to manage money. They tell you how to invest in you know, they, stocks and stuff like that. That should be taught in school in general. No matter what school it, it is. It should be taught yeah, in school in general. Whether it's entrepreneurship yeah. or like a regular basic class, it should be taught. They teach like, you how to live. Yeah. yeah. You have to take some freshman class that mm-hmm. teach you yeah. like how to live on your own or whatever uh, but like yeah. Yeah. i had to take it yeah, yeah. essentials class like yeah i think that's well needed. they teach you finances. like how to cook yeah. and natural stuff like finances that, yeah. credit all that stuff needs to be taught people don't know that yeah. coming out of college but they like mm-hmm. teach the wrong thing in that yeah. freshman class yeah so unfortunately when i went there i was uh in a classroom that was probably maybe 600 square feet so not too big but it was packed with 35 kids and so there was kids not even sitting in desk and you get in an environment like that you know you get distracted and you can't learn uh, I ended up finishing my first semester there, passed with flying colors. It was just basic classes, nothing too crazy. Uh, they taught me money management. It's not stuff that I didn't already know, but it gave me depth into things. Well, with your learn. dad's background, that's yeah, so that benefited for, you a for lot. For everyone that doesn't know, my dad's owned an accounting firm for 30 years, so he's been pretty frugal with money. Um, he doesn't <laughs> flaunt anything, but the guy's been on top of me as far as having good credit and taking care of debt and student loans and all that stuff. So I've had a very... Uh, if you're not wise. educated on credit or yeah. any of that stuff, get educated because yeah. that is important. That's going to run your life until the day you die. So, I mean, it's something you need to educate yourself on for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so um ended up going there that first semester and uh, had a blast. Uh, it was all right. I mean, it's not, you know, Texas State and it's not a party school. It was just go to school, get home and go to work. I used to go to class at 5 in the morning and I'd get off at 11. And at that time I was working at... I want to say I was working at GameStop. I was one of those nerds behind the counters selling video games to other nerds, and I did that for about four months. Ended up quitting my job. Uh, went back for my second semester at ACC and realized that I hated it. Uh, it wasn't the fact that I was getting up or anything. It was the fact that I thought I was getting taught stuff that I already knew. And I know that sounds like very cocky and arrogant, but uh, growing up the way I did and with the dad that I have, uh, they were trying to pretty much preach to me stuff that is, if you have common sense, basic necessity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I told my dad that I didn't want to go anymore. And he's one of those old school guys that pretty much tells you like, hey, if you're not going to go to school, then you've got a couple of options. And they were join the Army or Marines, wherever, go to a force the hell out. or Job Corps, go somewhere and learn a trade. And that actually really was like a big door for me. And... Uh, at the time, I was dating somebody, and that person was actually very supportive in my matter of wanting to go to a trade school. Mm-hmm. She actually did a lot of research into the school that I went, and that was Texas State Technical College located in Waco. And she did a lot of the hard part for me because I'm not a research type of guy. I was just like, cool, I'll go to a tech school. I didn't dig into it or anything. Mm-hmm. She did a lot You're of that. You're just going to apply anywhere. Exactly. And I'll just, just go, go to a tech school, and I'll just learn the trade that I love to do. And so her and my dad are actually the ones that set it all up and then uh, – 
she ended up making it real easy for me. I just applied, and I ended up, you know, everybody gets in. You pay your, your tuition, and you're yeah. in there. It's Texas State, but for technical college. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they made it real easy for me, and that's where I Did ended up going. you have fun there? I had a blast. It's probably if I could go back, I would, and I probably yeah. will to learn another trade. But the people that I met there, um, the instructors that I had, and just the environment was pretty awesome. So what what did what did you learn there? What's your profession now? Like what do you what do you uh, do? So so technically on paper, uh, I guess I'm an auto body painter or an auto body refinisher. Um, I'm master certified. What so, what is that? So what that means is uh, according to. Uh, like PPG and Sherman Williams, which are well-known paint companies, in order to spray products from them on certain cars, you have to get certified for each individual brand. So if you want to spray Lexus, BMW, Maserati, whatever it is, you have to get certified for each brand because each install procedure is different. And so what I ended up doing while I was in tech school... You can take breaths in between talking. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, he ain't hey, got die on us. It's the first time. Don't, don't have some. Yeah, he ain't got to die on us, dog. Yeah, or, Sheesh. Uh, so I ended up doing that. Do some CPR <laughs> out here. <laughs> hey, don't be laughing over there, bro. And so uh, I got certified through school. They gave us uh, a couple of options as far as what we could get certified in. So uh, they had basic stuff like Honda, Toyota, just the lower end vehicles that everybody is real easy to work on. And then from there, they gave you the opportunity to work on higher end cars. That's the earnings potential. Correct. And, and so. Yeah. Uh, I would say a big factor in it was a lot of people couldn't afford to get certified because you had to pay $300 to take the class to get certified. And a lot of the people that were there were coming from backgrounds that didn't have money or their family didn't have money. Yeah. And, uh, of course, my and dad this is in general or this is like at certain dealerships? Uh, so this is at any dealership that you will go to. If they have a ref uh, like a collision center or like a rapid repair, um, if their painters aren't certified, then they can get in a lot of trouble. So yeah. spending the time to get certified and spending that $300 is like nothing compared to like how much you'll gain from all of it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And where, where are you at? What you um, so technically I have 26 certs on 26 different types of cars. So wow, that's crazy. anywhere from Lexus to Toyota to Honda to BMW. What's the highest well, car you have? Uh, so right now the highest one that I'm certed in, I guess if we were going off of like a value of a car yeah. is Aston Martin. Wow. Um, they flew out a technician from their plant that brings their paint because every high-end vehicle or most high-end vehicles have a specific way to apply their paint and Aston Martins are built with carbon fiber and composites mm -hmm. so it's a lot different than spraying like an aluminum fender or something mm -hmm. like that and so they gave us a four-day class and then you had to test at the end of the class in order to get certified and Honestly, I think it's pretty easy, but yeah. you know, it comes pretty natural to me. For someone else, it might be a little difficult, but I think yeah. if you like keep doing it, you can learn. Yeah. Well, when I ask where you're at, like, what dealership are you at? Like, uh, are so, you at a dealership, or do you like do your correct. own thing? So technically, I'm at a dealership. I'm at Lexus of Lakeway. I started out at Lexus. Oh, you on the Richard? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And so, so get free cloud out here, free press. Go Lex Cavs at, at Lexus <laughs> USA on Instagram. No, so I actually was working at a shop in Pflugerville. Uh, called Burley's. Um, they're a real high-end shop that does a lot of high-end vehicles, but at that point, I wasn't doing any type of paint work. I was just a prepper, and what that means is that I would get like a bumper or something, and I would do the repair on it, and then I would prime it and block it, but I'd give it to somebody else to paint, paint it. it yeah. so but did that all, like doing even doing the prepper does that help you experience oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah so just getting my hands on stuff and actually just putting like my craft to work uh, i think it's beneficial regardless of what you do i mean i could have been painting wheels or doing anything and it would have helped um so from there i transitioned to lexus of austin 
And what's funny is I didn't go to like a collision center. I went into their parts department because I was still going to tech school. Mm -hmm. And so I worked in the parts department about three months, hated it. Uh, It was hot. It was nasty. It was three stories underground and the elevator didn't work. So I'd carry tires up and down three flights of stairs all day long. And so I ended up quitting there. And I ended up doing my own thing. Yep. Uh, if anybody's familiar, yeah. That, if anybody's familiar, since I was about sixteen, I've been doing vinyl wraps and liquid wraps on vehicles, boats, motorcycles, and uh, you can I've look been, at the camera too. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've been going through like Facebook yeah, and go, all that man. stuff. So I mean, uh, get the fans what they want. Yeah, to see. I've, I've been I've been plugging myself, but I mean, Facebook, Instagram. Where can um, they find you at? What do you have an Instagram? Uh, so my or? Facebook uh, business profile. We're gonna page. put all your stuff in the description down below, but. Um, also I'll, let them I'll know pl- I'm gonna plug it anyway yeah definitely plug it in but we're gonna put it in the video oh facts I appreciate that yeah and so uh, on Facebook the business page is Hefner's Automotive Customs at Facebook and then my Instagram is Hefner's Automotive Customs um, I don't really keep up to date with the Instagram page uh, Oof, but my Facebook yeah, yeah. Uh, well, surprisingly a lot of people our age are on Instagram, but a lot of more people with money are on Facebook. That's, that's, all the, that's all the true. Old folks but you also Facebook. have to like reach to the platform <laughs> of. Sorry, our cameraman is acting a fool. Yeah, he's looking pretty uh, swole. Though I'll say it. Uh, you just have to, but you have to just get yourself out there. Though For you sure. have to be on multiple things. That's For like sure. if, if it's money or not. At least your name's getting out there. It's word of mouth. That's so, all. That, so that's the best. I think the best way to get your name out there is to provide quality work. It doesn't matter if no, I'm on any social 100% media. Hundred percent, definitely. Uh, the first three years that I started doing it, uh, I mean, you know, I yeah. wasn't on oh, social yeah. media. Period. Yeah. I thought it was full of drama, and I just wasn't about it. And so everything that I did was word of mouth. And it carried me to do over 200 cars my first three years. Yeah. But it helps so much just because of the content well, aspect of it. For like, sure. Content goes such a no, long way. Well, just nowadays, like, you can say you wrap a car yeah. and it's, like, crazy looking. Maybe you pin it on Twitter or something mm-hmm. and just blows up, gets a bunch of retweets. Yeah, there's just, like, it's just you, you can have that viral one. at any moment yeah, and then sure. you can just be put on immediately. Yeah. And then I from think. there is, like, when you get your quote-unquote success i mean the mic. you can get your quote-unquote success mm-hmm. yeah and like that's when you start getting three thousand customers a year yeah, or for sure. and then you can six just, months whatever the case you can, is like, you know branch off and so, so unfortunately with really. the field that i'm in i think there's a lot of competition and i oh, don't yeah. say that in a but that's gonna way. be any field you oh know? for sure but i also think that my, like, the, the field i'm in i think it's crowded with a lot of it sounds bad but a lot of wannabes and what i mean by that is that people that but, produce non-quality work and it gives people like look at myself, the field we're in very true. There's people doing. that produce content that sucks, and there's other people that don't get as much clout and produce the best content. Or they want to start something, and they just and so, half-ass it. I mean, every, yeah, everybody 100%. can relate to somebody always making the comment that someone else does it cheaper. And I get that nine times out of ten that I talk to people is, oh, well, I have somebody that will do it for half of that. And that's fine. I don't, I don't even invest time into those types of and people. And that's good that you're not going yeah. on, down on your price or your exactly. word because that way – you do that, then it's gonna get to the other person. Oh, he did it yeah. for me for this price. Exactly, and unfortunately, and like money that way. I don't care what anybody says. If you are on a price and you know your price point, you know nine times out of ten, those people aren't gonna price gouge. I don't price gouge at all. You know, I take my material cost and I usually double it. So okay. me spending my labor time on it is double my material cost, and you'll never hear that. You go to a shop and usually they're charging twice as much on labor because they have overhead, they have employees to pay. Um, you know, they have a lot more to deal with. And the, I do own it. that space. Correct, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I do it out of Bastrop where my other property's at. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have overhead. I don't have employees. I do it all myself. So, I save a lot of money that way. And um, I just don't feed into that type of negativity towards me. And I think I produce quality work to where people can keep arguing with me and I don't care. I'm just not going to fall for it. You so, know? you kind of have your own business. You mm-hmm. work at Lexus. Yep. You, you went to school for cars. What What was it that got you 
into like loving cars because that's, that's what it sounds like. Sure. You just love yeah. cars. Oh, yeah. So, like at the beginning, <laughs> you said you're a gearhead. Like, what, what was it that made you just love it? So, I guess I'll take it back to like my brother was about 15 years old and he is seven years older than me. So, at that time, I was about eight. Mm -hmm. uh, he got his first car as that 65 Mustang. Fastback. Uh, and that's a coupe. It's coupe? an A-code coupe okay. that was an original 289 three-speed car, and that is now a five-speed. Technical on a Yeah, so, I mean, it's I a car. Know. Knowledge him up a little bit. And fortunately for me, uh, he was a gearhead. And my dad's, uh, you guys know, he's he's a little bit older. He doesn't really move very fast. But he's in mm. cars as he's, well, he's right? into cars. Did he get into cars because of y'all, or was he, was he somebody else that also got into cars? Um, That's what made you get into cars. He's more one of those people that buys a car and then pays someone else to sort of work on them. Uh, he knows. He's knowledgeable as far as, you know, what a car, like, motors and, yeah. and parts for cars. But he's never been the guy that pulls out a wrench and gets to it. Okay. Um, he's an accountant. He likes sitting at the yeah. desk and, you know, yes, make, letting his money make nice money. Nice nails, so, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> I got the opportunity to work on my brother's car growing up, and I guess that's what really gave me the big push is being young and getting uh, experience in that. Um, he let me fuck it up. Like, I mean, I was <laughs> scratching the car up. I was doing everything. So uh, he gave me the experience That's there. how you learned, though. So that's good he did yeah, that. That's how you learn. You got to mess up to learn. Yeah. If you don't mess up, you're not doing that's it right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, so. that's cool that you picked so that. So I grew up doing that, and just uh, from that point on, I you know, every Christmas I asked for a car on my christmas list from the time i was eight <laughs> to 15 and finally got one when i was 16 so uh, tell us about your first car uh for a lot of people that don't know about your first car it was uh, pretty special what you did with it so that car uh originally it was just a 2006 mustang with a four liter uh, aluminum block it was nothing fancy it had 200 horsepower on paper and maybe 160 foot pounds of torque this ain't too much um, fancy wires for me man uh it wasn't fast there we go and there it, we it go. wasn't quick <laughs> it, okay there now i understand go. Uh, it was silver, so I, I'm not a big fan of silver, silver bullet. cars. Yeah, yeah more like silver slug. Um, yeah, dude, it was so fucking slow. And so, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, when I got it, uh, my dad's not cheap. He's frugal. Um, he's not going to go out and buy us. Yeah, he's not <laughs> that's, gonna, a, that's just that count. That's the thing. Know? He's not yeah. going to go out and buy us a twenty thousand dollar car because you know the the odds that someone wrecks it is very high. Especially when at that when age. you're a sixteen year old. Yeah, that's no point. And so, especially you. So <laughs> I think. Oh, my so he ended up buying a. We ended up buying a 2006 Mustang. Uh, it was silver. Uh, basic Mustang looked like every other Mustang on the road. Um, the moment I got it, I think I had maybe $1,800 saved up in my bank account. And that next morning, I spent $1,800 in car parts. And so I bought headlights, taillights, uh, stereo, hood scoop, um, tires and rims. Basically, and, anything you could afford. Yeah, you got. yeah, I have eighteen hundred dollars. I need to talk to you. Yeah, man. So <laughs> you'd be surprised. Where you get a plug, that? Yeah. So uh, surprisingly, I got it all done, and then that's when my trade kicked in. As the car was nasty, I hate silver. I think it's a real basic color. Um, I ended up buying some paint. What about some, blue? Uh, I'm a fan. Hey, okay. Plug the F one fifty. Silver. Hey. Dark, dark gray, gray but metallic yeah, gray. I got you. My car is nice. So, and then, uh, so, so <laughs> ended up buying some paint from somebody in Austin, and ended up uh, spending the summer working on the car. The car sat in a carport, not even a garage, not a shop, under a carport for two months, and I got to really invest time into doing body work and uh, paint work. And so I prepped the entire car, sanded it, masked it up, and I painted it. And it's the first car that I ever did a full paint job on. And surprisingly, it came out extremely nice. I used very quality materials. Yeah. Um, I think my materials were almost three grand. 
for paint clear primer. Yeah, and at that time the car Very was ma- the car was maybe worth six grand. So I had uh, already had invested more in the car than it was worth. So at that point, it was real sentimental. Um, I drove that car. From, oh yeah, it's your first car. From it's my be. sophomore year all the way till the end of high school. Yeah. Once I went into college, is when I sold her off. And the guy I sold her to uh, unfortunately wrapped her around a pole three days later. That's insane. It wasn't. Was yeah. it? But how quick did you get it after? Like, um, would you pay it so internally? The, the, the only things that I didn't have on the car uh, when I sold, well, while I owned it, was I didn't have ported manifolds, mm-hmm. and I had shorties instead of long tubes. As far as being a naturally aspirated car, and what that means is not having forced induction. Yeah, and tell people what naturally aspirated means. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, so 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 for people what? that so for people that don't know, naturally aspirated means there's no forced induction into a vehicle, what and what induction? that means is no a supercharger or a turbo, something yeah. that forces a certain amount of air into an engine to produce more combustion and that's just making gas and air mix to explode and create more power power yep exactly so um i didn't have i didn't have any big power adders because at the time (laughs) there wasn't anything that i could add on to the car to even make it compete with some stuff and so i just did everything uh basic bolt-ons cold air intake a tune shorty headers full exhaust um did you bama tune your mustang uh definitely not uh, if anybody, so if anybody, for me, yeah. throwing out words, I yeah, heard of. So, so Bama, Bama, that's a college. Yeah. So we're gonna plug in John Jewett here with his Bama tune, uh, shittiest company to get tunes from. Uh, Especially whew. for they make tunes for Mustang owners. Correct, correct. Mustangs, F one fifties. So good. Ford. Uh, Ford. So yeah, so okay. it's a, it's a very cheap, not cheap, but it's a budget friendly alternative okay. tune. So they're box tunes, and what that means is that they just are all the same. If I buy one for my Mustang and you buy one for your Mustang, it's the same tune. Okay. There's nothing special about them. So I went with a company called MPT that is, uh, it's more power tuning. Okay. And so they actually sent a rep out to Waco while I was in school, and uh, they hooked up a computer to my car. We took it to the tow road there in Waco, and we just did pulls in first, second, third. Is this on your gear. your new your new or old? This would be on my new one. On my okay. old one, I had the same tune, but it was through uh, what was the other one? It was another company that doesn't exist anymore. They okay. got in trouble because... Oh, that's they, lovely. Yeah, they did some um, sketchy what, stuff. What year is your Mustang now? Uh, my new one is a 2012. Okay. Uh, I've had that one since my transition into college, so summer of going into my freshman year of tech school. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting it from Colleen. I got it from an Army guy who wanted a four-door car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it for a steal. I only paid five grand cash. And nice. at the time, the car was worth 13. That's super nice. Uh, it was six different colors. If anybody ever saw me drive Yeah, I around, remember when I first saw you. Like, you look yeah. like a Mustang. Yeah, boy, I, driving I, a hoopty. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I didn't care. I had a new car, and it was a lot faster and a lot nicer than the one I had before that. And so I think I was just excited to have something new. And that's when I invested time and money into that one. And it's what I drive now. So. Do you love that car? Uh, I don't think I'll ever sell it. If anything, if I blow the motor, I'm just going to force induction. So you love it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So you, well, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, what, what, what else do you love? Like, besides cars, obviously, we know that you love cars. Absolutely. You went into that. What other hobbies do you have? Uh, right now, not a lot. I invest a lot of my time into my work. Uh, I go into work at 6 in the morning, and I work till most of the time 5 or 6 at night, and that's Monday through Friday. And, like, this weekend I'll be going in tomorrow, so I go in Saturday sometimes to make a little extra money. You don't do anything in your free time? Fish? Uh, don't, play games? Yeah, I don't, I don't go fish. camping? Uh, like I'd what? like to start playing games again. When we were in middle school and in high school, we used to play all the time. They used to be filthy, too. Uh, yeah, wow. now, now, now I look like, like poop on you, boy. 50 point never. 
Oh, and what? So, never. This man Carlos put five on it. Twenty-five. Twenty. Twenty-five. Call of Duty. I'll be watching it. Call of Duty. Catch this. Everybody asks Carlos about our our quick scoping. Oh, I can't quick scope, but I'll gun the hell out of you. What's your Twitch? Twenty-five. What's your Twitch? More We're gonna live stream this on any social media platform. I'm about it. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hundred dollars. And I'll be the podcaster. What is the what's the regulations? Dude, you tell me. I'll play your rules. I don't care. Child's no, play. he's no, gonna no use MP5 10 milli. No you can use a gun. I'm gonna quick scope you. Oh, you don't want to do that. And then you're gonna be like your your head. How long are you gonna Best hands. of three. Like nah, I don't care. Nah, I'm nah. making sure this is deal is going hey, through. Look, look, I just want everybody to know I don't need a warm up game. Oh, I can I can be off this Xbox or the PlayStation or shit. We can play on a Nintendo DS. It doesn't matter. Like you're getting, one, one game, <laughs> you're getting shit on. One, All right. One, one, Anyways, one game. you want to get back into video games? Yeah, man. So video games, cars. I play. A pretty nerdy card game. Albert's probably been waiting for me to say it back there. He actually got me into it. It's a Dragon Ball card game. Uh, did you get? Oh, you don't even play games. I was gonna say, did you get Kakarot or not? Because I got Kakarot. No, I don't. I don't play that. Right. I only play Call of Duty. Well, Kakarot's a Dragon Apex Ball Legend. Game. If anybody wants to play on Xbox, on you and Xbox that he's actually called that game. Yeah, I, so know, I vouch for him on that one. I, which one? Apex. Apex. That was disgusting. First game on. Uh, okay, not topic. But first game on. He was in Durango. Dropped fifteen yeah. kills. No warm up. That's all. No. Fifteen out of seventy five. Only fifteen, bro. Right out of seventy five. That's a lot. I don't play unless I'm the kill leader. It's almost a quarter. I was the kill leader. So what are you talking about? I wasn't in your game. Anyways, anyways. Continue. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I play that card game. Albert got me into it, and uh, I've been playing probably for the last almost year. Um, right now, I think everything I do is more geared towards like a hustle, uh, like cards it's real nice i can buy into a set or two sets or two cases which is like the amount of cards i buy and then the moment that they drop i have a plug that gets them to me early and so i'll actually end up flipping them and i'll sell them on like a card website where i'll sell them to locals and usually i can like plus 300 percent off of them but i still play i i've gone to uh california orlando and dallas i mean we'll be going out to vegas in a couple of months so to play yeah, and uh, I don't pay for any of it, so that's good, too. So you wouldn't consider tattoos as a hobby? And, uh, uh, tattoos is definitely a hobby. I mean, I, I think whole, it's more of a lifestyle a at this sleeve. point. Yeah, so... Uh, it's a lifestyle, Ken. Where's your lifestyle? Yeah. It's coming soon. That's a lot yeah. of paper. But yeah. Devin's plugged in. He's got the cameraman talking. Oh, yeah. oh God. Shit, I'm tatted. It's getting hot in the room. That's why I got the long sleeve on for work. Professional, you feel me? Oh, man, Jesus. Anyways. I'm going to take Cam to get his first tattoo, that's for sure. How many... How many tats do you have? Not including, actually, yeah. Let's include the C. I, you probably know the number wise, but I know you yeah. might have some besides the sleeve. Uh, so I have the entire sleeve. I just count as one. It goes all the way around into my armpit. Um, from there, I have a a wolf, and oh, it's like a moon. It's a uh, on the other chest, I have a quote. La luna. On on my ribs, <laughs> I have a cross, and then I have an arrow. Um, on my back, I have another like sort of like a wolf portrait, as you can tell. Oh, you like straight tatted. Yeah. Okay, so, so next, next up is going to be my last chest piece on my right side, and then it's going to go into the other sleeve. And so, I think at this point, I've got about sixty hours worth of tattoo work on my whole Jeez. body. Wow, did it hurt? Uh, the only one that hurt was right by my nipple. And well, a lot of people will say it doesn't hurt. What about the tough? The most recent one, your inner uh, arm. The most, I think fit? the most. I heard that one's very painful too. So I don't think it's really painful. It's more annoying. It gives you like that sense that you're just sort of getting like 
like pinched like you know when you got pinched in the back of the arm it's yeah. what it feels like it's just stupid like it's not really like a hurting pain it's just an annoying and that's what pain. i hear like a lot of tattoos are just yeah. very annoying uh, i think i think the worst thing that i've had to do so far besides like being towards the nipple is the collarbone because the machine vibrates and it causes your like uh adam's apple or, like your throat to get that sensation that you have to throw up and so i was sitting there laying on my really? back that's yeah. good to know because yeah, yeah. that one that one is probably the worst one. That's probably where I'm, I'm probably getting my left mm. first. So the closer they get to that collarbone, you're gonna. Huh, huh. Why uh, what, your whole arm is basically forced theme? Like why why yeah, forced? So, so it's a, it's realistically it's just a nature sleeve. Uh, it was all free handed. The only thing that was stenciled on it was the deer there, and then there's a bear on the inside. Um, That's dope. Everything else was freehanded. It was drawn on with Sharpie. Uh, I went with that theme. Uh, I was debating because I'm a big anime nerd. So I think on this arm, I'm either thinking about doing like an anime villain sleeve or just doing something crazy. Would like, you do anything like ja- – I know like since you're in like anime. Like a Japanese or like a heritage question. thing. Well, I, sorry. I didn't know because yeah. for people that don't know, you're mixed with – So I'm, I'm half Thai, like oh, Thailand, sorry. and then I'm half white. Uh, I grew up in a family that my mom was – Adopted, so I, I don't really consider myself like a motherland Asian person, but uh, there's a little bit of heritage that follows still, though. So yeah, because I love the Asian like Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be really there's a there's a lot of stuff that get. that definitely is very unique and very beautiful. Yeah. So cool. um, sorry, you got the next question. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so uh, what yeah. that you want to reveal? You don't have to tell us everything. You don't yeah. have to tell us anything. Just kind of what what you want to reveal. Um, what plans do you have set for yourself for 2020 or set for yourself like you want to reach at at a certain for year sure. or month or just point in time uh, i think like anybody right now i just want to do better than my previous year um definitely at, at my age i just turned 23 in october um i think financially i'm at an amazing place in my life uh I, I don't think I'm unhappy with anything. I, I have a great relationship with my family, and I'm reconnecting with a lot, a lot of friends that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I, emotional. No, I love my crying, work. Man. Yeah, man. I haven't seen some of these guys in a while, and it's just nice to connect with people I grew up with. And uh, <laughs> I think goal-wise in this, this year, I'd like to – obviously, everyone wants to make more money and do this. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it's really a money standpoint. I think it's that I know my worth and I know that I can produce more work. And so I'd like to make six figures after taxes. I'm about 20000 off right now. And yeah. so I think that it's very achievable, especially with the place that I'm at. They offer you know amazing benefits and stuff like that. And so other than that, I'd like to just reconnect with friends. Um, I, getting out of high school and being in the relationship I was in, I disconnected real early. I wasn't on social media. It was real hard to stay connected with people and just have a life outside of work. And for the probably... Three, girls will get you. <sighs> they're killer guys, but you know... That, that P is power. That, <laughs> I ain't wow. going to say the word. That yeah, P is power, yeah, boy. It's the truth, but... Uh, if you do anything... Now, now, I, now I've gotten to the around. point where I think Always I have around. a little more knowledge. Yeah. And I think that now... Became wise. You became mature, more mature. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I grew up a lot you faster live and than most people. Uh, is my opinion. Um, I just dove into my work and I applied so much time into it. And I think now is the time for me to sort so of take a step back. So you have more of an end goal set, not necessarily a goal for 2020. You're looking more of a long-term goal. Yeah, so I mean, I can only be happy with where I'm at. I don't think I really focus that much on the future. I like worrying about the present. Yeah. Um, if I sit here and worry about the future, I won't be able to 
like you know invest in my present time yeah. and so you sort of get lost in what you're doing and what you're focusing on you forget like where you're at in your current life and well, so, I got the wise words of wisdom i just yeah man i just think that you know take take life for what it is and and enjoy your time with the people you have because they're not always there and uh if you have a passion for something just take it with stride and approach it and just do whatever you got to do and if people don't agree with it then you know at the end of the day it it's your matter. passion out there exactly so i yeah. mean whatever that's, it is that's... you just do it and you put your all into it and you hear it all the time that you know putting effort into everything giving it your all it's probably the truest thing you'll ever hear in your entire life and so i i just think that's all is you know i put passion into it and i'm going to keep doing it and i can only be as happy as i am right now and at this point in my life i couldn't be happier Yes, sir. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Opinionated Podcast Off Topic. Yes, sir. Uh, It's your boy, Devin Hefner, Boss Mustang. We're going to put all of his information down below in the description. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to check him out, Facebook, Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. No Twitter. Anything else? Do you have business Uh, cards? I do have business cards. I actually have uh, some sweaters and T-shirts as well if anybody wants. You have a website? Yeah, apparel? No website. I got apparel now, man. I got got vinyl decals if you want to stick them on your cars. and. Uh, I've been doing a couple contests on Instagram, so if anybody doesn't follow me, feel free is that, to. Is that contest you entered still running right now? Uh, so that one ended last month. Uh, okay. I took the video, and I okay. guess I just never put the video up, but I still have the live video of it, so I'm going to end up posting it. But I'll be running another one at the beginning of this coming month. So to enter, all you'll have to do is just screenshot a story that I post on uh, Facebook or Instagram and uh, add it to your story and just at me on it. You'll be entered to win, and then the prizes are going to be free uh, free wheel wrap, 50% off a full vehicle wrap, uh, trim wrap, or I will paint something as far as, like, a piece for your car, regardless, whatever it is. Uh, so save a bit of money, probably a couple hundred dollars. It's a free prize. And it's free yes, sir. Answer, so. yeah. Like I said, his link will be down in the description below. Um, I'm your co-host, Carlos Mojica. Your own boy, Cam. And Devin. if you want to see Carlos lose, uh, oh, just they're gonna, they're add, just add me on Xbox, XX Boss Mustang. They're going to see Carlos win. Y'all see a video of that in the future. We're out, guys. Peace. Take it easy, guys.